we were born present. And so contrasting of who we were when we were three or four or five years old, there's no filters, there's no fear. We have no idea what the consequences are. And all of a sudden we start getting indoctrinated from mom and dad and school and society and we forget who we are. So our goal is supporting people and learning simple techniques to get people back to their present moment. Welcome to the My Future Business Show, where we get you in front of your best audience and keep you there. Not only are we interviewing the biggest names in business to help you become even more successful, we're inviting you to book your spot on the show to help you grow your business. So at the end of the call, make sure you fill in the interview application form at myfuturebusiness.com forward slash interviews. Hi, and welcome back to the My Future Business Show. It's Rick Nusky here. I'm the host of this wonderful show. It's great that you have joined us and all of the feedback that I've been receiving and reading through just warms my heart. So thank you very much for, for uh, supporting the show. Now on today's show, I'm with Kari Klimas. Welcome to the show, Kari. Thank you, appreciate it. Absolutely. Glad to be here. Yes, fantastic to have you here. Now, uh, for everybody who doesn't know Kari, you soon will. She is a self-discovery, life mastery coach, and we're going to be talking about, amongst other things, self-discovery, communication, relationships, and networking. But before we do any of that, Kari, it is customary for us to stop a little bit and go left uh, of center a little bit and talk a little bit about your personal life, things like uh, where you're located in the world and what you like to do in, in terms of your pastimes and recreation. Do you have such things? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, yes. <laughs> So what do you I like to do? Others to do the same. <laughs> oh yeah. So what do you like doing doing with yourself in your pastime? Oh well, I first think you asked me where I live. So yes. I live in Fort, in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and I'm a native Floridian. I'm 20 minutes from the beach. For anybody who's envious. Oh, very um, nice. We've had, we've had a couple great days. I actually went to the beach yesterday and walked around and had a nice um, meal at, at a local taco craft and watched the people and a band was playing. So oh. that's one of my favorite pastimes. I'm growing um, green already. <laughs> <laughs> Dancing, dining, socializing, pampering myself. So it's like this Friday, I'm getting both my hair and my nails done from two different people, but I deserve to, you know, look and feel good, not only inside on the outside as well. So I treat myself to those things too. So watching movies, relaxing, people, no people. <laughs> all of those, all of those pretty standard things that we value so much, isn't it? Yes, exactly. And exactly. you know, this is quite relevant to our conversation because later on in the call, I want to talk about uh, reducing stress and anxiety. And I think um, we've really quite literally touched on some of the ways that we can go about doing those things. But um, you have had more than 12 years of intensive networking experience, retail sales, marketing experience and presentation skills. So I wonder if we can, I guess, look at your uh, professional background and to um, walk us through, I guess, that side of your life, that journey. Sure, absolutely. Well, first and foremost, I mean, I got a college degree and I did uh, the corporate world for about 18 years. That is a uh, an administrative and then more of an executive assistant because I realized I'd make more money taking care of one or two higher execs and less problems have to deal with. So I was uh, always very good on uh, managing my calendar, taking care, care of other people's calendars and staying very organized. And then in 2004, I actually um, started with my first network marketing company, which was Creative Memories, as well as a Party Light, which is a candle company. So I got involved in multi-level marketing and that's when I found out about 
you know, personal development. People are saying, read books, you know, follow people that uh, have skills and abilities that you want to have more of, you know, follow successful people, get what, have what they have. But I guess you could say a lot of us take notes or what we read and we don't know how to apply them in oh, our yeah. everyday life and to create that ideal result. So, yeah, well, I, I wonder, given you've talked about following people, who are some of the, I guess, the leading lights in your life that you like to follow? Well, I mean, like come to, you know, not that not most people, I should say, people are going to know because I've been part of our company, Self Discovery Life Mastery, since 2011. So I've got a team as well as other team trainers that have been around a while, plus co plus founders. So I would say I follow the ones who have walked the path before me that are in our work and consistently always, you know, hosting additional workshops for us to be more like them and, you know, taking on what they're mastering. Because for us, if everything's brand new, we're all doing the best we can right here in the now moment and creating an evolutionary, you know, world of our, our vision is to create an enlightened, enlightened civilization. So Fantastic. Now, be more, I'd know, love to obviously unwrap that quite a, quite deeply during the call today, uh, Kari, because I think it's really at the core of our conversation. But um, you also talk about this, is, is part of this uh, achieving this uh, ability to uh, achieve work-life balance and self-love, is that part of this self-mastery? Yes, because you're a work common denominator in everything. So however I feel about my car, my house, my body, my health and well-being, my career, my family, my intimate relationship is how honest I can be about it and how good it's going or how not good it's going so then I can actually know how to make a change but most of us don't know how to make that change we're stuck but we need a little guidance and that's what I do to support people so they can feel that more of that fulfillment in both their personal life and in business I've done my yeah. research and I've spent some time looking Kari at your website and looking at a couple of things that really stuck out for me is being able to give and receive uh, three things deliberately and effectively and we're talking obviously about um, some of the ways you can do that. Um, one, of the, one of the things that we don't tend to um, do well is necessarily is, is help others. Would you, would you agree with that? And what are, the, what are some of the things that you're suggesting that we can do better there? Well, first and foremost, help yourself. Mm -hmm. You can't, if, you don't, if you're not selfish and taking care of your wants and needs, you're not gonna be any good to help others fulfill their wants and needs if you don't fulfill yours. So just like when the plane goes down and it's, you know, things that's going to crash, the mask come down from the ceiling and the first person who's supposed to take that mask is you. And then you pass it on to other people. Yes. Too many people, especially women, help other people first and aren't knowing how to take care of themselves and they get resentful. Hmm. So knowing how to take care of our wants and needs and letting other people know that I am going to be selfish so I can be more selfless. Yeah, that so. makes a lot of sense because, you know, that plane analogy is so very relevant. Um, not only from a personal safety perspective, but like you say, you have to help yourself before you can help others. So thank you very much for providing that that insight. I, I saw some quotes on your website that really stuck out for me, and it's something that I personally and those that I've worked with often get stuck with, Curry, and it's living in our own thoughts. Are we uh, in a trap when we, when, when we live in our own thoughts, and how, how debilitating can it be for us? Well... Mm. We were born present, and so contrasting of who we were when we were three or four or five years old, there's no filters, there's no fear, we have no idea what the consequences are, and all of a sudden we start getting indoctrinated from mom and dad and school and society, and we forget who we are. We were born present. 
So our goal is supporting people and learning simple techniques to get people back to their present moment because I have thoughts, but I'm not my thoughts. I have a body, I'm not my body. I just happen to have sensations in my body and I have thoughts. Doesn't mean they're, they're not, I'm not identified by them, but most people identify themselves through their thoughts. You know, so I could say a thought could be, I'm a loser, sure, but I'm also brilliant, but I'm okay with being both. I forgive myself for the loser that I've been, but I'm going to shift my attention, get back on to being brilliant. You know, I can choose at any moment which one I prefer to stay in and knowing how to stop telling myself I'm no longer a loser, I'm a brilliant loser. <laughs> uh, well, look, this is, this is really, really good news for a lot of people because we get caught up in this constraint of the mind, the construct that we've created through indoctrination, as you've spoken about, Kari. And I think it's really important to talk about the concept of time. What's your, what's your I guess, your view on time? Well, the time is now. No mm. better time like the present. So time is your enemy. So in our world, you know, Time is like um, a feminine. It can be who wants to be in the waiting game and wait for something to happen, wait for somebody else, wait for this. So people wait for so long that they wait. To, they take the time and they're not always willing to take the time and do it now and take action now. No better time like the present to take action and getting more of what you want. I mean, I walked into Walmart when I walked into Walmart one day and people at the entrance were actually turning around and going out. And I said to somebody walking out, I, a guest, I said, are they closed? She goes, yeah, but you can go right through here. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I walked right through the exit and kept on going and found a cart, grabbed my list and got my goodies. And I was in and out of Walmart in 12 minutes. So I did not let my thoughts stop me or time get in the way of me getting what I needed to get done. So, so I you, just kept going. You make the rules, don't you, in many respects. There exactly. Are, there are always going to be rules that are governed by external forces. Um, what what do you say to those situations where you really still want to take mastery over yourself and your decisions and the outcomes, but there are those external forces that stop you from achieving those goals? What is the, the methodology there? Well, nobody can stop you but you. Mm. That's your thoughts and you think somebody else around you is going to stop you. So that's a lie mm -hmm. because that's you're making all, let's just say that you talked earlier about the thinking. Well, Thinking and cell phones are the major problems in most people's lives because when you're present, you're not thinking. You're just observing and being aware and discerning what's going on. And you can have from clarity what you feel like be the next best step to take. So the more present you are, the more you can go, oh, there's a right now in front of me, I have, a, I have water. And I also have coffee. Well, I can look at both and say, well, which one would I like to drink right now? There's neither right or wrong which one I drink, but which one do I prefer? Absolutely. So I'm just asserting what I have, I'm not saying either one is wrong, but the mind will go, coffee that might be cold, the coffee might, <laughs> has, might be diluted. So the mind will start making opinions about everything rather than trying to trust yourself and just drink it. See, a lot of people go through life as, I guess, the observer in a movie theater rather than the driver of the bus. Would you agree Correct. with that? And that's what we're here to do is put the more when you're you're either in your head complaining and stuck or your attention is in the present moment which we train people and exercises and how to be in the present so you can be more in charge of yourself and your life and all of your resources are available to you when you're present and you can do one of two things when you're present take yourself down or put yourself in the forward moving direction your choice but most of us don't know how to do that I mean I always ask parents like I had a woman today whose child's like four I said to her, how many times have you had your child cry 
and you shifted them to make them laugh. She was like, many times I said, exactly. Can you do that effectively to yourself or to somebody else? No. Right, because the little kid's not going, mommy, mommy, I was just mad and pissed off. I'm going to stay mad. <laughs> I am not going to let go. But as an adult, trying to get somebody to let go of something and seeing to shift their attitude and get their attention focused on the ideal isn't always easy, and most people aren't willing to put that time and effort into somebody to do that or know how to do that effectively. This is a fascinating call, Kari. Thank you very much for spending some time and sharing this because, uh, you know, we talked about what well, you mentioned earlier about being indoctrinated from, I guess, the moment that we pick up a mobile phone, we start observing and being, I guess, that, uh, that audience Indic member. Um, how long does it take for somebody who is indoctrinated, let's say they're in, they're in their 30s uh, or, or older, um, how long does it take to unlearn and can we unlearn and relearn these new techniques? And how long does that take? Well, I mean, I've been on the journey. I'm 52 years old, and I'm always learning, always inspired to keep learning some new things about myself. So there is no end in self-mastery. I'm going to keep, I'm still here to keep mastering myself so I can keep mastering getting better results in areas that I'm not seeing or do see, but I don't actually know how to change it. Or what part of me is going, oh, Carrie, you're making that a negative situation. Good awareness, Carrie. No, now what are you going to do differently? Oh, Carrie. I'm actually going to change my attitude right now and say, hey, I appreciate this person and get all my attention on appreciating them so I can create a better outcome. Good job, Carrie. That's very <laughs> nice of you. Now get on that. But, but, that's, but that's a mature attitude, and most people don't always have that mature winning attitude to know what to do and change it and make sure they're going to go out and create that and make that happen. See, the, uh, you know, there's this uh, thing that we know about called the locust of control. Is, you know, initially, that would be external to us and everybody's, the world's happening around us and to us. Where in actual fact, it should be inverted, shouldn't it? We should be looking at it, that life the other way around. Well, we, we would say a lot of people are seekers. They're seeking for answers out in the world, and actually we're seers. The seer, the, your true potential is already inside of you, but nobody's showing us how to tap into our true potential and live our highest and ideal life. And we don't come across too many people that around us that have been that journey or know how to support us in that because they've never been down that way. It's like my parents are, my parents come from as teachers, and then I'm, I'm the only solo person in my family that's actually an entrepreneur. You know, so they'll put their judgment on me thinking, oh, it's too hard. You can't go out and do that. You know, you got too much time and wasted and you shouldn't do that because of their fears. But they've never been there. So they're only in, trying to tell me about their fears rather than me trusting myself when the corporate world let me go in 09. I said, bye, I ain't coming mm -hmm. back. <laughs> See, that's a very... I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to keep going and <laughs> figure it out. That's a very toxic word, isn't it? Can't. So Correct. How how important is it to, I guess, delete that sort of um, self-talk? And do you focus on the powers of self-talk in this uh, this approach that you use? Well, self, well, everything we talk about is, again, self-awareness. If I'm not aware of what I'm saying, then how can I be aware of any changes? So, yes, Henry Ford said, either can or you can't, you are correct. And so... When people say, oh, that's hard. Well, what if you change that one word to easy? I know it's not easy to start saying that, but what if you could and start focusing your attention on it's easy, it's easy, and every day is easier. It's getting easier. It's getting easier. Like I'm sick, but I'm healthier and healthier and healthier. I'm not talking sick anymore. I'm talking I'm unhealthy. I'm healthy. I'm healthy. I'm healthy. But then we're not always aware of what we say 
to create the ideal results of what we want to focus on to create what we more we want. I'm listening to this and one of the things that popped into my mind, Kari, was I guess some of the success stories that you've had, um, you know, because it would be profound. Somebody would, was going through a very negative phase and then they've started to implement this, this life-changing process, let's call it. Um, what are some of the dramatic turnarounds and, and how, how have you seen people's lives change? Well, I mean, what people experience, you know, with me is being able to have living life more in the flow, having greater mental clarity, being able to express themselves, being more authentic, um, more discerning, more deliberate, more peace of mind. So mm -hmm. I myself, um, I used to play invisible. I didn't know how to stand up for myself. I didn't value myself. I didn't respect myself, but I allowed it. But I didn't know how, H-O-W, to change it. I didn't know how to build that confidence. I didn't know how that that little voice in my head was lying. I had to be nice to everybody because I was afraid that if I said anything wrong or bad to upset people, that I actually would not have a friend anymore. I lied and told myself this story for many, many wow. years, but until I went through this work, I'm like, oh my God, why do I say this to myself? Hello, Carrie. <laughs> Hello. But again, this is what being present and self-aware is, not for somebody else needs to tell me. I've got to be going, what does that little voice in my voice tell me today? Like even, you know, I enjoy talking to people, like I'm glad I'm talking with you because it gives me a sense of getting back onto my empowerment and motivation. But when I'm by myself, I'm not perfect. Yeah. alone anybody else. But I have that little voice that can, I'm, I'm going back and forth. Uh, negative talk, Carrie. Come on, Carrie. Why are you doing that to yourself? Get back in the, in the winning attitude, Carrie. Come on, get back on it. Like a training exercise, like working out at a football game. I'm on the game going, oh, my God, I can't believe I just lost. Well, let's get this game going and keep moving forward, Carrie. Hello. <laughs> so I wonder, Carrie, um, you know, you talked about your parents being an influence before, and it leads me to start thinking about um, the people that you, I guess, hang around and listen to is just all so important. What do you say to those people who are, I guess, feeling a little bit trapped by the negativity that surrounds them from their family members and close circles of friends? What should they do? Well, if they've got somebody they're inspired by, somebody who they feel they look up to and respect, I say give them a call. You know, the more you can get yourself out of, you know, being around people that are negative, but if you've got a friend who knows a friend, <laughs> call the friend. Yeah. I mean, you might not know them personally, but I mean, when I started getting out to the corporate, you know, the networking world is where I started meeting people and I started following a guy who was doing a lot of networking. So I just hung around him as like, this guy must know somebody. I'm going to go wherever he goes. And then I started networking and meeting people. And that's how I met my trainer, you know, it was from a networking event, but I knew it was in a place that I was stuck and, She's, and she said to me in 2011, what if I could show you a way to quiet your mind and allowing you to discipline your attention, focusing, creating a business that aligns with your skills and abilities and learning how to let go of things and people that don't serve you. You mean you're actually giving me a visual that I can actually have a life that sounds really good? It's like looking at a menu and it sounds really tempting, but if I don't sign up for you today, I'm going to be back on my same hamster wheel? No, thanks. I can't do that. So... I committed to my highest and best and, and never looked back. So it's been the best investment to follow somebody, a human, who's mastered the steps before us because there's a lot of people that read on things in books, but find a real life 
human being that you can talk to that doesn't have any judgments that can guide you. You know, that's what I am. I mean, I don't have any judgments. I'm here to guide, support, and hold them accountable to, you know, create some wins. And if you have some challenges, okay, we'll make through, go through them and we'll get you living more in the flow and, you know, living much more happier. <laughs> we, are, but, we, we are social creatures by design, aren't we? So it makes absolute sense to have somebody there to guide you, um, to help you develop personally and professionally. Now, I, I have a question about the power of the pen. Do you find that there's much usefulness in putting pen to paper and getting your ideas and thoughts out on paper? Absolutely. Everything we do is um, is on pen and paper because the goal, like I had a woman the other day, I told her to take the paper and divide, you know, draw a line down the middle, the middle of the paper. And one side of it, I said, write down the things and let me know what they are of the things that are not ideal. And so then I she wrote down a few things and I said, okay, let's practice that exercise to be more present. Mm -hmm. I said, okay, now let's get your attention on the other side and let's go and create the ideal. What would you like to create? What would you like to be? So this job you had, she's like, oh, I had a career once I made $150,000. I said, okay, well, let's go ahead and create and make that happen again. If you've done it once before, you can do it again. So, you know, but she wasn't also spending quality time with her family and, and even by herself. So, so what if you could learn to balance and create spending some extra, some little bit of money to start getting yourself moving forward and finding that ideal career and balancing your family life just to, by working with me for eight weeks. You know, imagine what could be different. Yes. Like obviously you're expecting to get paid 150,000. That'll be paid off in, how, in a short time frame. <laughs> in quick time. Now we talked about mobile phones earlier and we talked about being a spectator in life essentially. Um, if, if we're being bombarded by all of these external uh, sources like television uh, and any type of communications, what are some of the, I guess, the mechanical steps that you suggest people take who are getting um, overwhelmed with options? Well, first sit down with themselves. They have to, I'd say sit down in nature. Like you also said earlier about writing things down, that was one of my awarenesses before and I became aware of something, I was talking about somebody negative. So writing things down is very important, goals, action steps. I'd say get out of nature and, um, yeah, write down. Um, do now, last task of what you told me. No, do you, do you just, do you, would, you, would you suggest that people switch off from technology, you oh, know, because oh, they're sure. getting bombarded? Oh, yes. I would say, look, if you're, if, take 30 minutes and go through your phone. I do this. My phone's always on silent. I do not have my phone ever on. I don't care. It's mm. silent. But also go through the apps on your phone and what ones are really important to keep and which ones aren't important to keep because cleaning it up gives you a sense of freedom of getting rid of things that no longer serve you, even on your phone. Why have all those apps if you're not really using them? You know, I mean, that's, I only have, I only had three screens. I would not go any further than, I would never create a fourth screen. I would keep deleting things before creating a fourth slide, you know, screen that has my apps. My most important ones are on the first page and then, you know, like Uber and Lyft on a second page or the parking <laughs> apps or the apps where I go and sell products, you know, or on offer up or something, you know, or my yeah. bank account. But those are on page two and then maybe page three might be something I hardly use. But I mean, Dunkin' Donuts, I didn't use all the time, but knowing now that I've got a credit with them, I'm like, and they're around the corner, I'm like, I think I'll put my Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks on the first page. <laughs> so it's all a matter of prioritizing what's important. I can right. see that. Well, well, that's not, yes. I mean, putting what you use and going, I mean, I hate, I don't, I don't get how people do it, but that little red dot that's on my phone, I make sure all those red dots are off. Oh like, yeah. I will not, 
I can't stand how people, well, <laughs> even people who have email, they have been checked with 40,000 emails and that oh. little box, 40,000. Like, why don't you just delete that account? You're never going like, to see them. If you're not even looking at it, why are you, why are you keeping it? Because that's actually a distraction for them because they see that number and they get overwhelmed and then they won't even bother. So why don't you just delete the whole thing and take it off your phone? Thank you for sharing. I, I think these are very practical steps for improving our lives. Now, I, I, I get the impression that you've you've seen a bit and you've struggled through a few things and you've had exposure to people who haven't necessarily brought out your best self and it's a credit to you all of the work that you've done. Now, with that being said, as a balanced approach to everything that you are doing, the work that you're doing as a self-discovery life mastery coach, um, we obviously need to look at the mind, the body and the spirit. Um, I wonder what your day looks like. Can we, want, can we run through that as a practitioner so that people can get an idea of the type of life that you actually live? Sure. I mean, today I just had a couple of calls on Zoom. Um, you're my third one. So, but my time during the day, I was also practicing, like I said earlier, when I get by myself, it's sometimes it's beat up carry cell time, but, <laughs> you know, but getting, uh, you know, getting, knowing what I have to do to create, getting back in the flow, getting my attention on winning, whatever I have to do to create that and make that happen, you know, getting back to living, you know, living that purposeful life. That means getting out of my head and my stupid lying stories about myself. And tomorrow I have team training with my team. I've got a couple of zoom calls scheduled. I attend, um, some networking zoom calls as well. And then on tomorrow night, we've got, um, we, I'm a lead trainer of a workshop called great people skills. And anybody who attends our workshop actually has complimentary unlimited skills training practice. So mm -hmm. tomorrow, every Tuesday at six 30, our graduates are back on zoom and we pair them up into getting to pay more attention to their other person and learning what their attention gets pulled back to themselves and finding on paper, <laughs> write down the, write down the enemy that's within your head that stops you from giving the other person a hundred percent of your full, clear, neutral attention. Cause that's the purpose of finding out like, what is that little enemy telling me to myself? Oh, so yeah. let me identify that enemy so I can write it down and go, aha, I caught ya. Now <laughs> that you caught that enemy within, now you can go back and create more of the of more ideal results. See, we have what, how many, there's, I, I remember hearing a number of thousands of, of individual thoughts that we have in a, in a 24 hour period. We have very, very busy minds. Now, um, it's just fascinating, this whole conversation. I know I wonder, given that you've, you've talked about, you know, bringing out your best self through this program, um, would this apply? How, how, how have you seen this positively affect people who are maybe struggling uh, with their weight and uh, can it, uh, can it um, positively affect the outcome there for them as well? For what part? I'm for sorry? body size, body weight, you know, they they have a, a perception of self that maybe they want to improve on. Because I know that this is a, a fairly big challenge across the world. Yes. Well, I mean, what we call, a lot of people might say affirmations, but we want to call them intentions because I can, I can say this because I believe it. I believe it to the core. Now, whatever you decide to believe is, you know, good or bad about yourself. So I believe I'm my ideal weight. I am 125 pounds and I stay focused on that number. I like my body. I like the clothes I wear. I appreciate myself for whatever I have to do to commit to keep that my ideal body weight. But so getting people's attention on, you know, on the ideal, you know, it's like somebody might say, well, I want to lose, um, 20 pounds. Well, let's not go with that number. That's too overwhelming. I said, well, 
today's Monday, so by next Monday, let's just say they want their 198. Okay, well, mm-hmm. by next Monday, you're 196. So get that new number in your head on 196, on 196, on 196, on 196, and let your, your mind and your body start believing you. So you're 196, so then you'll start being aware of what you put in your mouth. You'll probably be more determined to start working out because you only have to lose two pounds. Well, what do I have to do to lose two pounds instead of 20? Because then we just give up and overwhelm because yeah. it's such a big number to lose rather than saying, hey, I can lose two pounds. What can I do this week to lose two pounds? Ooh, I got more water to drink. All right. So with this, um, there seems to be a focus on continual improvement and goal setting. Is it okay to be just okay with who you are right now and I'm as perfect as I'm ever going to be right now? Or is there a need as human beings to set those goals, do you think? Well, I'm perfect just the way I am right now, but I always got room for better. Mm. I got always got room for more. But I mean, the average person, I think, I believe, doesn't have a lot of good self-confidence or self-esteem. I mean, if they're comfortable and they're, I mean, I'm, I'm happy the way I'm inside and outside. It's a, it's both ideal. I like my insides and I like my outside. So it's, it's a complimentary <laughs> it's a good thing. Match. Absolutely. Is that? It's a complimentary thing. Sure. And I can compliment myself. I love being me. I love my body weight. I love my body figure. Mm-hmm. But again, a lot of us can't say that we love value and trust ourselves to, because we don't believe it because there's that little voice in our heads that wants to give us that self doubt. And to comment on what you said earlier about the number of thoughts, if you ask Surrey how many thoughts there are, supposedly there's like 50 to 100,000. So wow. a couple of weeks ago, some one of our trainers said, okay, let's go with 75,000 thoughts a day. Well, that means there are 67 thoughts going on in one second if you break it down. So our goal is supporting people to have less thoughts but at least you're going to have thoughts. At least let them also be so good on your good side. Like, come on now, kid, let's win the game. <laughs> I, I tell people, you know, you've heard that comment, me, myself, and I. Well, yep. me, myself, and I are all getting along. We all have to figure it out together. But <laughs> me, myself, and I is the coach, the cheerleader, and the player. So I have to be all of that. So I have to cheer myself, I have to coach myself, and I got to play the game. Play the game of life called, the game of life is called winning. Yeah. So, but we train people and it's almost like being a sports player on a sport because you have a coach, you have a game to play. You don't look back the last move you made. You keep on going. You play the game to get the ball in the hoop or the ball, the end of the end of the, the field, the goal. Yep. Right. But, but once you're off the field, we're not living that same life. So the game is called life. So why aren't you living it as deliberately and effectively as you would a sport? Why aren't you playing that hard and that committed to keep winning? That makes that makes absolute sense, and you know this idea of getting out of your out of your head and and starting to take control and living in the now. It's all very relevant, powerful stuff, Kari. Now I want to know um, from the mechanical perspective, what are the steps um, people are going to take to, I guess, apply, and when they want to do that, where are they going to go to find you? Oh, well, absolutely. Um, they can find me in many different places. I mean, one, I'm on LinkedIn. I know my name is spelled rather different, so I don't know. I mean, it's K-A-R-R-I-E. And the pronunciation of my last name is Climas, like climbing to success, K-L-I-M-A-S. Um, I'm also available at K-A-R-R-I-E at S-D-L-M-Coaching.com. That stands for Self-Discovery life mastery coaching sdlmcoaching.com 
I mean, I mean, my information's on LinkedIn. I've got my phone number there, my email there, my calendar link is there. So if they want to schedule 30 minutes to connect, learn more about each other. And if they feel what I'm sharing is of practical value and they're interested, I do offer a complimentary introduction so they can actually get a test drive of our winning strategy and really experience a powerful transformation, learning a three minute exercise and how to be present. And then looking at the different areas of their life that they can get honest and real how they feel about it. And if they're ready to make that change and seeing those areas in their lives that are twos and threes, you know, four, fair, good, mm -hmm. and start, you know, being held accountable to start, you know, living the ideal life they want to live that's satisfactory, satisfactory or happiness, fulfillment, joy, successful. And, you know, telling themselves that every day that that's the vision. They connect to that vision every day and they're connected to a vision, a mission statement, you know, becoming that leader they want to become. You know, and then they're setting up goals. I'm feeling empowered. I'm feeling energetic. I'm feeling all of these things coming through this call today, Kari. And, you know, it's it's fairly apparent that if you hang around the people like yourself that can step your energy up to the next level, you're going to see some amazing results. And as is customary, Kari, I'm going to make all of the links back to uh, your mm. wonderful services and your team and the people that you evolve around um, on the website. No matter where you see this call, you will find the links back to Kari. And Kari, with all that being said, thank you so very much for spending some time with me on the My Future Business Show today. Well, thank you. I appreciate you having me. And anything buddy, I can do to support them to live their highest and best, I look forward to us connecting. So I always wish everybody the best as I believe in their greatness. Thanks for joining us today. If you enjoyed the call, then make sure to subscribe, leave a comment, share us with your friends, and book your spot on the show at myfuturebusiness.com forward slash interviews. And if you're looking for solutions that will help grow your business, then visit myfuturebusiness.com forward slash shop.